Welcome to my basement, everybody, or welcome to E3 2016. Biggest basement yet. Biggest basement in California's basement. It's cavernous. We uh, have hit the Los Angeles Convention Center hard. We have seen all kinds of games, and uh, I think we're going to start with uh, our biggest surprise of E3 2016. What do you think? Foops. What do you think? I biggest think, surprise. Uh, biggest surprise was honestly the, the lack of surprise. Damn, you <laughs> took mine, Foops. Oh, you totally sorry. took mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, like I, I, every year at E3 you usually get that one big aha, what that came out of nowhere. Last year, PlayStation just blew everyone away with all the announcements that they made during their press conference. And this year, like we were expecting Zelda, and we got Zelda. Yeah. And uh, Microsoft announced that they're bringing a new console out, and then they announced that they're bringing out another new console. No, they didn't announce. That was all leaked. Microsoft. Oh, well, that was leaked. But yeah. I mean, it was announced yeah. at E3 that yeah. you know they have not one but two new consoles coming out. Sony was like, let their games do the talking. So it was like, okay, it was cool to see Kratos. Yeah. Um, so maybe God of War. Yes, the way, absolutely. The way God that of War. God of War but was released, not yeah. just the way that that came out as the first thing, and it was a kid, and and and, and you hear the voice. There was a live with eight teraflops. I mean, no. that <laughs> moment, I think, for me, when when it was revealed that not only was it God of War, but it's a totally different God of War. This is God of War. This is Dad of War. This yeah. is a, a father son now. It's about the father and the son and this experience. And this is like such a crazy switch yeah. from a series that was all about sort of the the power fantasy of just killing and murdering. And now it's about like actually being a responsible sort of crazy murderer or something. With, with a lot of murder and killing. You know, throw there it is. in. Parenting and murder. There's a lot of killing, but I just thought I thought that for me was the biggest surprise of the show is that they not only brought God of War back, but that it looks and feels like this. And, and a bearded Corey Barlock played the game on stage and then <laughs> yeah. talked about it. Steve, yeah. what was your biggest surprise? I think the biggest surprise was the the kind of the disconnect between uh, Xbox and PlayStation this year. Like yeah. Microsoft came out, there was a lot of talking. Not a lot of stuff to show, not a lot of stuff that really grabbed us, nothing we didn't know about. We knew the Xbox One S was coming, we kind of had a sense they might talk about Scorpio, but then Sony came here with like game after game, and yeah, some of it's stuff that's coming like way down the line, like yeah. Spider-Man and stuff that's going to be like years away. Kojima's new game. Kojima's right. new uh, Naked Norman Reedus Simulator. Kojima's tech demo, that's all that yeah. Kojima had for us. But I mean, it's, uh, yeah, Sony just really seems to understand that if you let the games do the talking, yeah. that's all you need. And it's sort of weird that Microsoft still isn't quite caught up with that. Yeah. Not that they had a poor showing, but they had, they kind of are still doing the whole, here we are, let's have all our talking heads come out on stage. And Sony's like, yeah. yeah. Here, just look at the games. Especially the compared games. to last year when Xbox came out with game after game after game after game after game after game. And then yeah. Sony kind of took that and made it their own this year. I think Xbox had arguably one of the biggest game surprises at E3 with We Happy Few. I think that was something that caught all of our attention. It's creepy. And they, they, they had a nice demo with it and they have a nice showing. There's it's on multiple screens here. It's a smaller game but it looks like it's getting the big budget treatment from Compulsion Games, you know? And I, I was really impressed by that. I thought that was very cool. And I, I, I could feel, for you know, the, all the journalists that were watching it at the press conference, it all kind of took our breath away. It was well, such a creepy thing. And it was interesting watching Microsoft, you know, who have obviously invested pretty heavily in ID at Xbox, and yeah. they're trying to establish themselves yeah. as sort of the, the indie platform, which Sony has actually sort of owned as well. Yeah. And this year, uh, Sony didn't really do much of that at all. No. They came out with blockbusters, and Microsoft said, okay, listen, we're going to own that indie space. A but bit they more. won that, I think, and it's pretty, I mean, there's no contest. That Sony show was yes, probably one of the best press conferences ever, even coming off after the last few of incredible ones that they've yeah. had. Yeah. But they, 
with these games, they were like indie games with big budgets, you know? Like they were emotional games and we cared about the characters, you know? We, well, we saw what happened the last time they invested in indie games big time on the big stage. Yeah. And that was No Man's Sky, right, which wasn't right. even here at E3. Yeah. But you know what? Sony does what I think more companies should be doing with E3. They, they've been hearkening back to the days when, uh, and you and I have talked about this a lot, uh, E3 was about beacons. Yeah. It was about lights on the tops of mountains. It wasn't about what was coming out in six months or in five it's months. It was about go. where are we going to go? What's yeah. coming in a year or two? Like, yeah. what, what are we, not just you're going to buy your system, you're going to play this in, in a couple months. You're going to buy your system, and this is what we're working on to surprise you and, and delight you further down the line. Which is I the, love that part of E3, and Sony's the only one who really delivered that. And that was the biggest mistake with Scorpio. Right. I mean, we're. I think yeah. we're all excited that it's coming. I think it's going to be an amazing platform. They're really positioning it to be the most powerful game console ever made. I, I, I'm excited about that. It's a year and a half away. But yeah. what does that mean? There's just no reason for it to be yeah. even mentioned. What does right. it look like? Right. Yeah. Like, what does that actually look like? And that's the right? thing. Yeah. Having waited and mentioned it at E3 next year, saying it's going to be out in five months. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, don't, so, it, don't. They didn't even show it. It just showed people excited about it. Yeah. And they mentioned teraflops. <laughs> yeah, teraflops is a big deal this year. It's all about six teraflops versus eight, nine, you. 17 teraflops. I feel like uh, it raised more questions than answers exactly. just by kind of even yeah. mentioning it. Like, yeah. no one's, you know, they, oh, there's one big family. We make a game and it's for all these systems. And you're like, I don't that buy that for a minute. Yeah. Are you yeah. like, so yeah. I can play Xbox One games on my, my Scorpio, but I mean. Uh, and, you know, and frankly, the S was exciting enough. Right. So it felt like there might have been a disadvantage by Xbox having to go before Sony yeah. and Sony not showing the Neo and they were like trying to one-up the Neo before it was unveiled and they didn't even show it yeah, and then yeah. they got caught in a position where they had to talk about they'll, something. They'll show it when it's ready. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't know. I mean, anyways, it was very interesting. And then meanwhile, Nintendo... Not surprising because what, they told what us what a lineup in the Nintendo booth this year. <laughs> yeah, one my God. quite the diversity of games. A lot of kiosks. <laughs> hey, they brought in real grass. <laughs> they did. Yeah. There's real grass. Can we talk for a minute though about that booth because that booth it was a celebration. Is bananas. Yeah. And, and as it's much like as Disneyland, as much yeah. as we're giving them hell over the fact that they really and they did have other games by the way. They did have some 3DS games at the show, but like yeah. the fact that they focused only on one game, we've been giving them hell. But really, that game was, I think, the star of E3 for yeah. everybody who was at E3 and, yeah. and wasn't really in meeting rooms the whole time. That had a line going around the entire yeah. West Hall, the entire show. Everybody that booth was incredible. The game is really cool. Like They really did, even though it was only one thing, boy, they did that one thing well. Yeah. All right, well, that's the biggest surprise. I think that's a good discussion about that. Let's talk about the, uh, the company that we think did the best here at E3. And that could be a publisher or a developer. It could be about their booth. Just a corporation in general. You and I had a bit of a discussion. Yeah. But what do you I've think? got this. This for yeah. me actually is a developer. Yeah. It's Insomniac. Yeah. Because, listen, Insomniac's been, been, been a great developer. They've done good we work. We love those guys. I yeah. do. And you know, from Sunset Overdrive to Ratchet, these guys have made some great games. But I am stunned by what they came out with at E3. And I'm yeah. not just talking about uh, Spider-Man, which yeah. well, I think surprised us that it was Insomniac and not Sucker Punch. So very much, yeah. Sucker Punch with Infamous and with yep. the uh, Sly so, series, they know how to do this kind of game. Absolutely. It's going to Insomniac, that's the first one. Then they had that small underwater game, which kind of an yeah, indie Yeah, Song feel. of the Deep or something. Yeah, Song yeah. of the, of the yeah. Deep, which felt yeah. like a bit of an indie game. And that then, was very cool, by the way. I played that at the uh, very Xbox cool. Showcase and loved it. Very cool. And then, for me, another one of the surprises of the show is actually a VR game called The Unspoken yes. yeah. that they're working on, which is kind of a uh, 
uh, Harry Potter meets Discs of Tron right. in a VR player versus player slinging. <laughs> yeah, and then you then you take that joint and you throw it at someone, and then you catch the joint and you stick it in the zip and you do it. It was totally amazing, and and I was stunned that it was ins another Insomniac joint. These guys are making so many they different. They make great joints. Man. They make great joints. Yeah. I just can't believe how many different kinds of games. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about Naughty Dog or other really well-known developers, they tend to make the same sort of games. These guys are making all kinds of totally Round of different games. For Insomniac. Yeah, like yeah. way to go, yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, like snapping up. That's what we want out of E3, right? We want yeah. unpredictability. We want to have uh, games that we didn't anticipate and from companies that we know can do things like, and they did that. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Totally. Yeah, what about you, Steve? Well, I gotta say, I mean, like we were mentioning earlier, Sony as a, a publisher and a first party developer, it kind of knocked it out uh, this E3. Not yeah. only did they have stuff like Horizon, stuff like Days Gone, stuff that we were actually able to see being played, God of War, one of the biggest surprises, but then you look at all the PlayStation VR stuff, and there were some big surprises on that side too, yeah. like Resident Evil 7, playable in VR, <laughs> Batman Arkham VR. So we finally got our first real taste of what the, the, the PlayStation VR is really gonna offer. And I mean, I, I own a Vive. I've, I sort of got the, the high-end VR experience. The PlayStation VR stuff I play here, which we'll go into more in a minute, yeah. Is actually pretty good. The fidelity is pretty good. The experience is really good with the uh, whether with the move controllers or a regular controller. So Sony just kind of had one game after another. Said, "I want to play that. I want to play that." Right. You spent half an hour playing Horizon, and it was like it just went by in a flash. It was like I need more of this game. It's just they just came to the show with this breadbasket over full yeah. of, of, of things to show us. And I feel like, you know, at least on the, the platform side, they're kind of walking away with it this year. I yeah. didn't check out Farpoint, but I heard very good things That was about also that. super cool. Really cool, yeah. amazing controller, yeah. this gun controller. And also the Last Guardian, right? Like, they had a 45 <laughs> like minute demo. People forgotten about By it, the way, know, the Last Guardian, stuff. they had a 45 did, did minute demo. Did you guys demo. get on that? I refuse to play it. Yeah. yeah. I refuse. Because, because you want to play it when I, it's done. It's exactly. been too long, I gotta play it. October 25th. Blake is feeling like yeah. they, there might be something wrong with it. And they're trying to not. Maybe there's something wrong with Blake. Blake. Really? With Blake. Look at that guy. Yeah. There's something wrong with Blake. Turn the camera around for a minute there, Blake. <laughs> we all, we Show the world what's wrong with. Okay. You. What are we gonna score Blake out of ten? Yeah, I don't know. Let's give this game yeah. Blake out of ten. Favorite right. camera guy of show. All right. So, is there a company that you've seen that uh, you I mean, want to talk about the the, the porn company? The, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Naughty America really. <laughs> knocked it out. They have this game where you lube up your HTC Vive uh, and then you can. No, they didn't. I wouldn't fit in there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I do. Guys, agree. very personal. What, TMI. Wow. What's happening? All right, go Steve, ahead. Steve, I told you not to talk about that demo. <laughs> don't, touch, yeah. don't touch me after that. Please don't touch me after that. <laughs> um, no, you know, I, I have to go back uh, agreeing with Sony came out. No, I mean, knowing that the PlayStation VR is coming out this year, yeah. they need to get people excited about it because right. there's all this VR that people have been you know, pissed about delays and not getting the products when they pre-ordered it in time. and not There hasn't been that one, what Avatar was to 3D experience for VR. Right. And I'm still waiting to hear about it. I'm still waiting to hear that person yeah, that was yeah. like, I sat down and played this game in VR for eight hours, yeah. and I almost lost my mind because I forgot I was there. Yeah. Everything has been in sort of these bite-sized condensed chunks, and that's fine. E even Batman. Even Batman. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was still kind of cool, you know. But yeah. uh, I, they need to push hard in making sh everybody know that VR is in fact going to be worth the $400 that you're going to have to pay. Well, for just the headset, you well, still have to get the you controls. Know, certainly what Sony did this this year is they didn't rest on their laurels, and by rights they could have, you know? Like, the, the PlayStation 4 is selling really well, we know there are machines that or new games that are coming, the developers understand this hardware, they're very happy with it. People seem to be very happy. 
but they didn't rest, and they in fact showed what the future is going to be, and they came out very, very hard with title after title after title, yeah. and they also, I think, have a very convincing argument because of the strength of that roster and that commitment to jump into VR. I yeah. mean, they look yeah. like, well, I'm going to rely on these guys. They're obviously supporting this machine. They'll support this one, too. It feels like all the money they're making yeah. on all these consoles or, or on all these games, they're reinvesting back into it. Right. Like, yeah. you really feel the money out of Sony. Like, yeah. they are there are big studios making big games. They have big hardware with a million different people working. I mean, I played Psychonauts VR. Like, by the way, yeah. that's here. Like, yeah. there's so, it just goes on and on. You're right. Like, the list goes forever. One, one other company I wanted to talk about, though, uh, that always has a, a solid showing at, at E3, and again, Ubisoft, of the of, yep. the, of the third-party publishers. Sure, yeah. That company just kind of routinely comes to E3, and they have their own press conference, and it kind of can sometimes be good, sometimes it can be yeah. bad. It's always weird and personal, always, too, yeah, it's always, which I like. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, but I really, yeah. I, you know, I was in their booth and looked at some games, and I really realized, boy, I could sit here for a couple hours with these the games. Oh, yeah. These are some big titles. Ghost Recon was fun. Very yeah. fun. They're and doing Watch a lot of stuff. Watch Dogs, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they have Bushman. Yeah. On Fisherman's Wharf in Watch Dogs. And it's, it's a little thing, like, if you're not from San Francisco, you might not get it. But they showed it in the trailer, and I was like, that, yes. Yeah. 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 For Honor's fun. South Park's, we know South, South Park's, Park's going to be great. Be like, Steep amazing. is the only one that I'm concerned about. Yeah. There, there are two, yeah. there are, actually, let's have a, a, a talking piece here about the games that we're concerned about. I think oh. that would be very interesting. Okay. okay. All right. We're going to talk about that in a second. But let's talk VR, okay? okay. Uh, I didn't try any VR again. Why, Vic? My hair is still working okay, fine by the end of the show, so I didn't try any VR. I would just I, like to point out tried that VR for months, look at his hair. nothing happened. happened. I had a full head of hair when this week started. <laughs> for months you've been saying, I will try it. I brought my hat. I brought, you have a toque. I, but the nothing. hair was working, and the wow. first appointment was Batman <laughs> VR, and I knew we had to shoot, and I can't crush it. So after oh. we're done, I'm going to do Priorities, Victor. Batman Victor, VR, VR before vanity. Okay. VR before right. vanity. Vanity. Yeah. All right, so, but you guys all spent much time in yeah. VR. Favorite yeah. VR experience? I would, uh, like, like Ben was saying, the unspoken is an amazing, kind of like that that fantasy of being a wizard, being a mage, casting spells, using your hands, like I'm, I'm pulling up these little these little arcane items and yanking out this this hammer that I hit on an anvil, turns into a fiery spear, and I'm throwing it at, at my, my enemy. Right. That was super cool. Uh, Ripcoil, uh, another kind of like, like, almost more like a Tron game, throwing a disc back and forth, trying to score another guy. I played VR hockey, man. I was the goalie in VR, VR sports hockey. Were there other people saves. playing? Well, there were AI playing. You know, AI, they were shooting okay. at me. They but they were showing co-op VR with that Eagle Flight game. Yeah, no, there was the a, Star ton Trek of, Bridge a ton Commander. of VR here. Yeah. So I got to say, probably either the Unspoken or Ripcoil, although I did have a good time. Jose and I had a brief taste of Fallout 4 VR. It's still rough. Like I mean, the game is still not really designed for VR no. yet, but once Bethesda gets there, I'm looking forward to like actually being that's a real in the game. wasteland. And that's yeah. a game you could spend eight hours in and not know that you spent eight hours yeah. in VR. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, even just the, the thing we played, we were just in like at the Red Rocket thing and we were just shooting off Fat Man nukes and <laughs> <laughs> rapid fire nukes in VR. You're just like circling around. There's wow. just explosions happening all around you. It's definitely something cool to experience in VR. I have a Vive. 
that he's never played. No, it, it's he has it's, a vibe. Never will. It's, it's Even arrived, at home, never so will. In the very, very near future, we will be setting it up. When and your hair is nice and crappy no, in the no, morning, I'm just gonna do bed it. Bedhead, get in there. I'm gonna show my crappy bedhead <laughs> squashed hair, and I'm gonna say, "See, this is why I never did that." Uh, I'm, that's all gonna be filmed. So I can't wait to get lost in VR. Yeah. So you, you already talked about the uh, one that you love, but were yeah, there other surprises? Yeah, the unspoken was my favorite one. But yeah, there were a few other ones I want to talk about. Robinson, which is a game. Robinson: The Journey, which is made by Crytek. Yeah. That's a PSVR game that is very similar to The Climb, which is one of uh, the, the better Rift climbing climb, games. Yeah. Now they have the, the Climb with VR, uh, sorry, with the touch, touch controllers, yeah. and that is very tiring. <laughs> you have to actually like put your hands up and you're climbing, doing oh, free yeah. climbing. Are you? How are you climbing? With fingers or all of your, your hands? Your hand, but you're squishing. gripping things oh, okay. and using the controllers to wow. grab. You're pulling yourself up and, and doing this. Crazy. But the, the Robinson is sort of a, a version of that kind of game, but in a sort of interesting prehistoric world where there's real kind of things happening and gameplay happening around nice. you. Nice. I thought that was really cool. And then uh, another Rift game. There, there weren't a lot of Rift games here. I was surprised. It was more PSVR, not a ton of, right. of companies showing Rift stuff. Yeah. But in the Oculus booth, uh, booth, a game called Wilson's Heart, which is made by Twisted Pixel. Oh, wow. Of all companies. Remember those guys with the goofy, uh, where they made uh, yeah. Mr. Bernie's uh, Sticky Face? What's that uh, one? Uh, Jumpman? Or no. No, the little, the, uh, uh, little fire, fire guy. Mr. Bernie's Sticky Face? No, uh, no. They made, they made Explosion the, Man. The Maw Explosion Man. Explosion right, Explosion Man. Man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So they, they, yeah. they're used to making these kind of bizarre platforming games. Yeah. This is like a horror movie, so it's all black and white, mm. and it feels like kind of a Frankenstein-era horror movie. Right. Um, Is but James it's, Gunn in it? Uh, I don't think Remember James Gunn is in, in it. Yeah, yeah. He was in one. <laughs> you're sort of a, you wake up, you're like a patient, you kind of pull screws out of your neck, and oh, wow. it's a little bit like Frankenstein, but you get into this kind of psychological mm -hmm. horror thing. There's a teddy bear that murders a nurse in front of you. Wow. It's insane. It's crazy. It's Sounds also like an eight to ten hour long game. Wow. Like legitimate full game. Very interesting, very peculiar, but another cool example of Companies who you wouldn't expect getting into VR, like right. like Insomniac and Twisted Pixel, these are legitimate platform mm -hmm. game developers who have suddenly pivoted to making these kind of interesting experiences. And that, to me, is a, is a good story about E3, is watching well-known developers who don't know anything about VR experiment in it. Right. Yeah, and that's happening clearly. Yeah. Yeah, at all levels. I think the eight-hour game is, is is a good thing, but also I'm I'm okay with like one or two-hour VR experiences. And then you they're, take you know, it off. They're, yeah. they're priced the right way. It's yeah, a little indulgent to think that you'd be in something it is. that like I, long. Right? I played Resident yeah. Evil Seven for probably 15 minutes of VR, yeah. and yeah. I came out of that a little queasy. That's one of those games because it's it's playable just with, with without VR. Right. And they've they've made it compatible with VR with PlayStation VR, and yeah, just the your your head has a little bit of trouble. In fact, you're looking around this and moving with your thumbstick, felt a little bit barfy after yeah. that. But Arkham VR, that's I mean, that's a great little morsel. That is yeah. Rocksteady saying, okay, we're not gonna shoehorn VR into Arkham City or Arkham Knight. We're gonna build an experience around being largely stationary or like moving between point to point and being the world's greatest detective. You know, you're Batman. Scan Batman. Himself. Is, the, Batman. is the PlayStation VR still is it the most comfortable out of the headsets, or are it's, they both comfortable? Well, the Oculus is pretty comfortable as well. Yeah, the yeah. light, the easy to get good. off and on. It's yeah. got uh, some very cool kind of catches and releases. I right. think there's some problems with light seeping in on PSVR. Yeah. Like the bottom uh, here doesn't seal off as well, so because it kind of just sits. You're with Oculus, you take it off, and you've got the, the Oculus. Yeah, you've got uh, the Oculus. Face. It vacuum seals yeah. to your head. I also have a <laughs> yes. certain kind of face that makes things kind of stick out a little funny. <laughs> so maybe if you have a normal sort of, not as 3D. 
I, I have to give a, uh, a because I forgot to talk about this company, but one of my favorite companies every year here is Devolver, and I went and visited oh, yeah. those guys. They're always in a parking lot across from E3, yeah. which is also a, a new theme here at E3. Is it's yeah. like make us walk away from the show to see stuff like EA Play did, and they had some good stuff. But Devolver, I love their tenacity and their originality, and their their pulling of great ideas from all over the world. They had. Uh, Broforce on those Polytron arcade things that you can hook oh, up sweet. on the wall. It was amazing. Cool. And I played a little of the um, uh, the Shadow Warrior 2. Yeah. And it looks incredible and felt like a nice bookend to do. A little yes, bit of wang. You can change, yeah. A little wang action. Little, little wanging. Uh, and then Absolver, I heard, was awesome. We couldn't get in. There was no Absolver time, was a very cool game. Yeah, yeah. melee, melee uh, kind of online. Uh, not really an MMO, it kind of, it's a little bit like Dark Souls where other players can kind of inhabit your world and you Love can it. fight with them and then you can move on. Very stylish, very cool, really deep combat system. You can like add and subtract moves left and right. You can really build your own fighting character. It's, it's, it's a pretty cool game. They're such a cool company. Yeah. They just bring us original I mean, ideas. Uh, they have Jose Sanchez over there working they on Blockhead. They do, on Blockhead, yes. <laughs> All right, so now let's talk about our, our favorite experience. For My favorite the, VR was Fallout. For the Wii U. Let me think. Ah, uh, <laughs> shit. Did Star Fox come out? Go, go down the list. Star Fox come out? At yeah. E3. Uh, which, that which new one? Metroid game. The new Metroid game. That I played mm. in my brain. Well, the yeah. Nintendo booth had 140 stations, so there was a lot of gaming to, to choose from on those yeah. 140. Yeah, Mario stations. Galaxy Wii U, was that here? Uh, Did I see that? Mario <laughs> Galaxy Wii U. Oh, wait, it was all the same game. That's right. Tell me about your Zelda playthrough. Uh, I, I've, I kind of fell out of Zelda, I think, a couple Zeldas ago. Right. Um, fell out of love with it. I jumped into uh, Breath of the Wild, which I think is a cool name. You know, most of the Zelda titles have been like an object or a character. The game world is kind of a character in this, and Breath of the Wild, just like it's that's what it, you dropped in the middle of this expanse to explore it. Yeah, Skyrim's done it. Yeah, everybody else has done it. Yeah, Zelda's now kind of catching up with some other open world RPGs, but it's still Zelda. It is the Zelda flavor finally moving out into this open world thing. I had a blast with it. It's just the, the combat is fun. It's got, it's got like, more RPG elements, kind of. It's got crafting stuff. It's just they're taking little tiny tastes of other games and putting them into Zelda, and I can't wait to play it. Like, Still retaining the accessibility yeah. and, the and the look and the feel and the, yeah. and the world the humor. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I was not disappointed. However, I think I will play it on the NX because I mean, the Wii U's have a fine piece of hardware, but it's just if you're telling me that there's going to be this world looking way better on yeah. a new piece of hardware, yeah. I've got absolutely no motivation. Well, we already went through this with Twilight Princess, we right? Did, yeah. And it's, I, I don't like this strategy at all. I hate that this is Zelda. We've been waiting for a Zelda on the Wii U, and they just keep pushing it back because they got a new system, and now we're going to get the new system to play Zelda. And I'm going to do the exact same thing. And I'm definitely going to play it because I agree with Steve 100%. It's, it's a lot of fun, even though it's obviously referencing uh, games like Skyrim, yeah. but it does it in, a, in such a Zelda way yeah, where exactly. you know when you chop down a tree and then you can go over to the tree and chop it up and and it, it's it's kind of delightful yeah. open world gaming. Yeah. You know, it's not as like yeah. serious and heavy duty. You're just exactly. kind of like oh, run around and do stuff. I, I just finished Twilight Princess and that got a little heavy in some parts. I don't know how, if you guys remember that game, but it actually was a pretty dark game. Uh, you know. The one with the wolf. Yeah. Is that the one with the yeah, wolf? Yeah, the wolf and Midnight oh, yeah. and the oh, yeah. and. Uh, Zant yeah. and the, you know. The was there a mask in it? There are lots of masks <laughs> and lots of creepy shadowy. Was there a fairy? Is that the one with the fairy? That well, midnight. Is there fairies in it? Okay, she's, she's yeah, the fairies. She's, she's the queen of the dark. What about the, the little? The what about the little tinkle? Was he in that? Tinkle? No, no tinkle, the tinkle in that one. Okay, but I feel like this one is going to have some darkness to it, and I feel also the fragility of Link. 
in this open space is pretty apparent. You know, like he's he's kind of all on his own. I mean, he start, even starts out of yeah. this cocoon at the beginning of it, and he's got to equip himself all the way to this. Yeah, thing. there's very little backstory. I mean, some yeah. some Zelda games, you know, they do that. They sort of drop into the world, but there's very little. It's basically you wake up 100 years after something, after yeah. after Ocarina of Time. After, the last game. after they started yeah. developing it. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you get some hands-on time? Yeah, I played yeah. the Zelda Scrolls. Yeah. It was uh, Zelda, Zelda Scrolls. It was, uh, I mean, it's, it's Zelda. Yeah. It's the one thing they have. Big it's, Zelda. It's the one thing everybody's been waiting for from yeah. Zelda. They want to play it. Everybody else wants to play it. I want to play more. I, I, I do say, and I know I sound like a, a social justice warrior or, a, you know, a broken record here, but... You it's wanted a new Pokemon game. No, well, I, want, got I, that on the I wanted there to be a female variation on this, because it really is it's starting um, to feel Zelda like Zelda is a female. Yeah, but a female hero. Yeah. Well, I know? mean, the, every Link is sort of a new entity unto himself, so yeah. there's really no reason why... Or even the option. I mean, this I mean, would have been the, the, the game to do it. I yeah. mean, there's a lot more sort of customization and a lot more, it looks You'll like get it. get your new Metroid yeah. game soon. I know. <laughs> no, but I know. I, you know, it's a, there are two sides to that, right? Yeah. On one hand, you could say, look, you're taking a new open world games typically let you choose your gender. And then on the other hand, every Zelda game stars this character. And yeah. like, if this was an open world game, would we all be like, why isn't Link a, a woman? Like, it, it feels like... It's because right, of the right, style right. of game we suddenly want to gender swap it. I, I also I don't feel know. like okay it, that's way. a series that's that's been reinventing itself yeah. and lots of great flavors, except in that direction. For when sure. are we going to get the Mario game. Sisters game? Yeah. Well, When's Mario, Candy Kong getting her own okay, game? Good argument, good counterpoint. Let's talk about the Xbox One. What was our most enjoyable game to play oh, on the Xbox oh, One? Go I for it. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves really? surprised the hell out of me. Wow. I saw I saw the videos, I saw the previews, I'm like, oh Rare, you have dropped another turd on yeah. us again. I have no interest in this stupid cartoon pirate game. Yeah. Sat down to play that thing with four strangers, and it was freaking hilarious. Yeah. It's like it's almost like space team in a way. It's almost like space team yeah, on a pirate so, right? ship. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah. okay, you you unfurl the sails, uh, you get you uh, you two you twist the, the mass, I'm gonna go up to the crow's nest, look out, I'm gonna steer the ship. So you're like coordinating as a crew. And that's just like a small slice of the game. The only thing they were showing at E3 was the pirate ship stuff. Do you think they're trying to pull from the Minecraft kind of open-ended design kind of concept? I don't know, it's sort of a little, it's like kind of MMO-ish without all the like the tables of numbers in front of you. It's kind of like right. MMO where you're just doing the actions you would do in the world. And it's, it's pirates, man. So me and my crew, we sailed around and we shot at other ships and somebody fell overboard. We had to figure out how to turn the boat around. There was so much laughter in that, yeah. that demo. And I didn't see that coming. And the, the, the design is really cool and the guys are rare. They got so much planned for this. They want you know, land-based adventures and going into like dungeons and treasure islands and underwater and all kinds of stuff. So I went from thinking Sea of Thieves to yeah. saying, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to trying this. I was actually really impressed with Halo Wars too. I thought that uh, Creative Assembly, I know it's weird to talk about a, an RTS game on a uh, console and it didn't really work the first time. Yeah, it's it is, you're wrong. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's certainly not perfect and it's got work, they've got you know time to finesse and, and tweak it, but I was actually having a lot of fun. I like the new uh, fiction that they created for it, the new commander and the ability to you know 
crush all the enemies with these amazing powers from the sky. I was really digging it. I thought it was big, it was explosive. Felt a and little it was Halo. felt a little old to me. Felt a little old time, real time yeah. strategy to me. Yeah. Felt like a little bit Starcrafty. I don't know. Yep. I wasn't super enamored with that one. I thought the best looking game in their booth was Forza Horizons three. They, they, that was a great that is an unbelievable looking, looking, game, looking and an game. amazing trailer, one of the best trailers of the show. Yeah, and yeah. A really and you you know that game's gonna be super fun, right? Yep. Yeah. But for me the game that it was coolest in their little funky booth back there was Tacoma. For me, yeah. it's Fulbright, the folks who made Gone Home. And yeah. There's some lessons from Gone Home that they're carrying into this game in the sense that it's very narrative focused. It's sort of about exploring the, the different narrative threads of this world, or in, in not this world, in this story, which is all taking place on a space station. Something's gone wrong. Yeah. Kind of feels a little bit like uh, uh, if uh, 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 everyone's gone to the rapture and adrift had a baby, it would be That's this cool. sort of game. Yeah. But they do a really cool twist in it where you can rewind. Uh, the storytelling, and there's six characters on the ship that are going all over the place, so you can rewind and follow one kind of down one one path, and then rewind back and follow another one. It's a little bit like those murder mystery plays you might go to, where right. you're in a house and a murder mystery is happening, and you can follow a, a character through through a play. It's so like an interactive play. Very smart yeah. and very like those those guys and gals make very interesting games. I mean, Gone Home was an interesting game. Yeah. So I think that one is is the most kind of risky and compelling game that they are right. making. I, I dug Gears quite a bit too. I know that you're kind of not done really, with not it. Not a big Gears guy. Did you play? It's very Gears. Yeah, I play it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe three or four Gears were enough, you know? When you I, shoot something, it doesn't feel like you shoot something. That's yeah. my problem with Gears. I've had a break though, so I, I didn't do the last couple and I just felt like this was, you guys did the Ultimate Edition and he did. What uh, did you think about Gears? Because you and I have reviewed a bunch of Gears yeah. games. I, it, it's more Gears. I mean, you know, like having played the remastered, I, I wish I wouldn't have played it. Yeah. I wish I would have, you know, gotten Taking to wait and had yeah. that break in between. Like, I do miss it. You know, but now, like, having gone through and have played and had access to all the old games, especially now that all of them are all playable on backwards compatibility, yeah. I dabbled in a couple of them just to see how they feel, you know. Uh, but I, it feels like Gears. A lot of people are going to be excited about that. A lot of people like that Gears style. Yeah, which is not much innovation, especially at a show where God of War comes back looking like right. this. And all well, the other yeah, we certainly yeah. see it's, it's games are being reinvented. Yeah. That's not happening. That, like the, both the GOW four games involve old bearded dad characters. Yeah. Bearded dad. <laughs> what was your favorite Xbox? Game? Forza Horizon two, yeah. I think, or yeah. Forza Horizon three. three sorry, yeah. I we, forgot. Two is really good too, though. Yeah. Two, two so also good, really yeah. good. That, that is my only issue with Forza is how many of these things and how fast these numbers are going. It's not just Forza, right? We're getting Forza. To Horizon games, and this is like the fifth Forza game yeah. on the Xbox. I since last Tuesday, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I mean, the game looks pretty. I like that open worldness of that style of Forza game. Yeah. So Forza Horizon Three is probably the, the one since I didn't get to go like behind the closed doors and see any of the secret stuff. They were certainly on fire with all of that. They stuff had Dead. You know, up. interestingly, they the had Rise Dead Rising Four, also, Four yeah. here as well. Yeah. It was in the Capcom booth, but Capcom wasn't in charge of it. Like if you wanted to play it, it was yeah. through Microsoft. Uh, and I, I just watched some folks play it, and yeah, that's just Dead Rising. I, I mean, there's uh, there's multiplayer, there's co-op, it's bigger, there's more zombies on there. They figured out some cool new technology to kind of... Frank uh, West is back. And Frank West is back. I think that's going to be a blast. It'll but be fun. It didn't surprise, like, uh, yeah. gone days gone surprise yeah, right. at the Sony conference. All right, let's talk about PlayStation 4. Favorite experience that you played or saw or you were most impressed by on the PlayStation 4? Well, I think, we, as we've been saying, God of War... Um, in the, in the demo that Corey played when Kratos comes out of the shadows, I mean, the, the auditorium cheered. And, the, yeah. and it was because we're seeing not only is Kratos back, but I, I I love the God of War games, but I got so tired of them. Like yes. the last one, my Ascension, where the last one was, I was like, I'm out. The idea of a God of War game that is the, that is still Kratos, but 
with a fully controllable camera. With uh, I, I mean, it's a great comparison between Gears and God yeah. of War, right? Like this was they have, they've you know. really like, like as Corey said, they basically put all the pieces they, they tore it apart, put all the pieces on the floor, and yeah. said every one of the, every piece of this game has now got to justify yeah. itself yeah. to be brought back in. And I can mean, I actually thought the demo that they showed wasn't live. We couldn't see the guy. We couldn't see, couldn't see Corey actually playing. When we were in yeah. the auditorium. Yeah. I thought that's like either real or it's like one of these weirdly constrained demos. No, I mean we watched him play it live again, yeah. and it's that is the game. And I mean the fact that even at this early stage it looks so good, and they're they're still got the flavor, the brutality of God of War and the cool magic weapons. But now it's like. Norse gods, man, Scandinavian yeah. gods. Yeah. Like, yeah. yes, all right, we've killed the entire Greek pantheon of gods. Every mythological creature in Greece I, has been slain by Kratos. And, and now we got, you know, the Norse, it, Norse gods. Yeah. yeah, so that. I actually had this weird, crazy theory for a second there. I was like, what is that? Because they were doing the Spider Man game with PlayStation. Are they now partnered with Marvel? Are we going to see a Chris Hemsworth Thor show up? In <laughs> oh, that would be, be kind of weird. Kratos uh, I don't think I can vote for that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, one other thing, two other things about God of War really quick. Uh, there are sort of uh, 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 branching paths, or I should say it's a yeah. wider game. Yeah. That yeah. was one point that, that Corey made that I so, thought was really cool. Is that it's not just necessarily last run down the hallway. Yeah, it right. feels a little bit more like that. Yeah. And it's just so personal. Yeah. And when you talk about Gears of War, it feels so impersonal. Well, that, that you come moment, back to God right. of War and it's like, this is a game that totally. is coming from the developer's heart and it right. feels like that. 100%. There's a moment where the kid is about to stab something and Kratos almost reaches to yeah, hit him. I was, I was, and then, and then, and then, and then he pulls, and it's just so subtle. God of War I was having moments, I've got a son, I'm having I, moments totally, watching that. Totally, absolutely, me too. And I, I think <laughs> the thing that I really sort of, no moments me. for Jose. He's like, he's like, kill that deer! Such a little kill crazy. that deer! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, son of Kill the deer, you pussy! You die, you're like, he's back. Kratos is pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's the threat of Kratos, is that he will uh, yeah. always go that, and he is like the most abusive father for a moment. It's like, yeah. easy on the kid, man. Sorry, dad. He's got all these scars and scratches the kid does. It's like, what did Kratos do to this I like kid? His, his rage meter starts to light up when he's yelling at the kid. Son of a bitch. Clean up your goddamn Legos. Clean up your goddamn Legos. I mean, I don't understand why the kid's such a so whiny. He's got tats. He's all tatted up. I'm like, there was a moment, too, playing that and also reflecting on Zelda that this was almost like the 3D iteration of a Zelda experience. It's like we fleshed out this familiar way to play God of War and we reinvented it to something that is completely, you know, part of our history and part of our love and lore and we like like all cuz God of War 3 was the zenith of them being able to get to that kind of gameplay. Yeah. And so why continue on that path? And it, and it was a reinvention. That's what Zelda has been doing, and that's exactly the ticket to permanence. That's exactly yeah, what happens really as you is. you carry a thing through generations. Yeah. And now you throw in the fatherhood stuff and the aging and all that's it's really remarkable. Yeah, you know, I was a little let down by Days Gone, which I thought looked so unbelievable at the press conference. It's like World War Z with, you know, right. the last shooting Gollum. And it's like, <laughs> what happened? Just like millions of these zombies and brrr, and it looks so cool. And in the game demo I got, we got to watch that sequence again, he went a couple different directions so we knew it wasn't that scripted, but then what I actually played felt like another The oh, Last yeah. of Us, yeah. just zombie, yeah. like very, like here comes a zombie shooting with a gun. Good. It yeah, looks good, it but it, very it didn't feel as inventive as that trailer no. looked, so I'm concerned. They didn't let us cut loose, right? And I'm yeah. a little concerned that the whole game isn't going to be 
waves and waves of zombies, it's oh, going to be I, a little more of the quiet bits. I, I, I don't know. I think they will. Well, I think they will. Not I think sure. Because, I mean, this is the thing, right? And it, it's a post-Last of Us world, so the bar has been raised, and they can always say, look, yeah. we got to get to that. We'll spend the resources to get to I, that. I think that the trailer is just, it's so much. If the whole game was that, I couldn't last yeah, more than a couple hours. Yeah, true. Yeah. Right. Like, when are these, when That's are they going to stop? That's a good point. When are they going to stop? Just, yeah. just, I just need a break, guys. Yeah. There's no way that there's all these hordes of zombies who are creeping and crawling all over the place. And even in the demo, like, the zombies, they don't, or they're not zombies, they're freakers. Yeah. They don't seem like they are the most aware things. Like, he'd just be like, Aah! Oh, yeah. And then he would just well, run right past them, and they'd be like, like There's eight, eight, 800 of them on screen at the same time. Yeah, I mean, they're really know? impressive technically. Three of them yeah. are smart. But, the, yeah, the AI on 800 characters would probably crush a, you know, a crazy supercomputer. Not a sort of powerful yeah. yeah, you need the, whatever, the vaporware console. Well, so what right. do you think of Horizon, just really quickly? Because that, yeah. I thought, was the most, of all their games, that was the most ready playable. To go. Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. 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 I still think the name is off, but uh, the game itself, it's a beautiful looking game. I yeah. like the style. It's something different, you know? It's not something that uh, this is this kind of game. It's like, oh no, it's got like weird, crazy robots. And, it is a weird idea, right? It's yeah, like yeah. It's, cool. Yeah. it's something that's it's they, it's, you know, they tossed their idea hat into something just like I don't know. Let's go with this. And what did it land on? Robots and crazy dinosaur <laughs> things. <laughs> and, uh, like dinosaur dinosaur sweet hair. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like, is that in Final Fantasy 15? Okay, we'll use that then. Yeah. We'll put that in. The <laughs> <laughs> One concern with that game is is when I was playing it, I, I went to the map and pulled out a bit, and it's like. It's like Icon City all yeah. on the map. I'm like, I don't, I yeah. don't want to like, I don't want this to be you too much. You don't want to jump Far Cry, yeah. right? It felt a little Far Cry there. primal, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. I feel yeah. like, I feel like the characters kind of story is interesting enough like her being an outcast and yeah. who's her mother and what's this whole world about what happened to humanity what what's happened in the last thousand years I think that that's enough to pull me through it like Primal was cool but Primal was like dude game dudes yeah you don't want to spend uh, this game Horizon collecting a million no. leaf right. packets no. every, you know you don't want yeah. to do that no was, was God of War your favorite thing on I mean, PS4 yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean I just you know I miss yeah, a, a unanimous vote I think it was pretty unbelievably it started off that press conference right? that beautiful stage that orchestra, that yeah. music, that energy, and everybody so was good. like, what the hell is Dude, that, work? that troll fight was yeah. bananas. That yeah. troll fight yes. is bananas. And I want to do that. probably like a half hour into the game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. 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 But the, yeah. the thing so about this too is like, he normally got a war, Kratos kills the giant monster, rips its head off. Here, he's got the monster down, the kid's gonna shoot it, and the troll says, wait, and makes the kid hesitate. It's yeah. like, there's stuff like happening, man. Vultures have feelings. The kid, you know, this is I know. a lot going on. The, uh, gonna, the ice uh, and it yeah, shakes the kid dude. and the kid shoots Kratos. We're, we're like such nerds. Like, and then the guy, and then the guy. That's what we want. That's what we want out right. of our interactive exactly. entertainment. You know, that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think the other PS4 that the game that deserves a shout out is uh, Detroit. The, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really powerful and moving as parents, too, to watch another kid in peril and yeah. uh, uh, to see these androids sort of become so prominent in this game, but then we also see them so big in uh, in Infinity Warfare or Infinite Warfare and uh, also in uh, Titanfall a little bit. You know, I mean, it's really become a robot-centric industry. Which is great. I yeah. mean, even with games like Infinite Warfare, it's yeah. like, you know, it's like Terminator Galactica. Yes. You know, it's like, I'm shooting, like, shooting robots. It's a cool thing. It is the That's Terminator cool. game we've always wanted, never gotten, and, and the Battlestar Galactic game we've always wanted. That's why I said Terminator yeah. Galactic. I, it's, I know. <laughs> I put just, them together. The, <laughs> I, I'm just making it clear. For oh, me. okay. okay. Uh, but no, like, it, it, shooting robots is a cool thing. You know, yeah. we're in a day and age where we're shooting people at certain, you know, in games. It's like, I do find it funny, though, back. that everybody relies on technology in these games to hack into other robots. 
instantly. Yeah, because yeah. robots what, what, are the future, man. Yeah, but how, if, if one future, robot man. can hack into another robot, or you have two, like, couldn't it be reversed? Like, what? It's just an arms race and hacking tool. You're asking right? the big questions. Yeah. Yeah. Out there. Blue yeah. Robots will figure it out. It's like arm wrestling. Yeah. Yes. Robot. It's just hacking, hack hacking, off. hacking back and forth. Yeah. Rock'em, slack'em robots. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about the games that we are concerned about, that we saw, that uh, we think one. need much more work, and maybe we're ready for the show floor. I got one. I got okay. one. But this yeah. is not a game that I don't think is ready for the show floor. It's a game I'm just concerned about. It's a game called Mafia 3. Me too. And yeah, and I yes. was I was uh, not a huge fan of Mafia 2. Jose and I reviewed that game. Yeah. And it, my problems with that game were where it's like linearity and kind of it's boring. It just didn't have, it wasn't very exciting. Yeah. And, it, and this game looks like it's certainly going for the excitement factor, at least in terms of being a big kind a lot of, of faces Grand, Theft, Grand Theft Auto kind of vibe. Yeah. Yes, it is like, listen, I know it's a hard week for violence in general. So a lot of games were a little hard to watch, but this was like a half an hour demo. I think there were 90 bodies. And there's no likable characters. Like, I didn't like the protagonist. I didn't like his underbosses. There was no humor. Like, if you're going to do something like this, yeah. kind of a Tarantino, hyper, over-the-top, violent let's, game. Let's get to know these characters you, a bit. And you yeah. need a vent. Yeah. You need a vent. Yeah. And Tarantino does that by having humor and yeah. weirdness and, and great style. And this didn't have that. It was just... In the demo. In the demo. In the yeah. demo, yeah. it was yeah. just dark and... Everyone's gonna be an asshole, I'm, and everyone's I'm, gonna I'm, shoot each other. I'm a fan of uh, Hayden Blackbin, and you know, like the stuff that he's done as a storyteller. He's a good writer and a good creative director, and I, I, I have faith in the storytelling of this game. They show us, they showed us little, you know, quick clips and stuff, montages. But I had problems with the control, and I had problems with uh, things sort of clipping and being a little bit weird and trying to a little bit sticky on the corners and. I just felt like I wasn't smoothly going through this environment, and the game's out in about three or four months. It's out in October. Yeah. So that just that is what concerns me the most. Is that I I I think this will be a big epic escape, but I think it's going to be a bit buggy. I just don't. I, don't I hope they have enough time to smooth it all out. I just don't think we need it. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I just a Grand Theft Auto. If you're going to do another another Grand Theft Auto, yeah. And if this is setting a cool kind of take on New Orleans, and there's I like I like the fact that the protagonist is an African American who's yep, in the, the army. There's like a, an interesting story there, but you got to fill it with something that makes it got to lighten it. You can't yeah. just make me go around murdering more people. We've done that for so many years in video games. Grand Theft Auto always has style and humor and, and weirdness that happens that makes you kind of fall in love with the colorfulness yeah, of the there's world. There's such a huge yeah. cast of characters in those games, too. Yeah. And this is, I mean, granted, it's just a brief demo that we all saw. Not a great start. Play it. For yeah. So it's just like, here's why these guys are so pissed yeah. Yeah. and why they're shooting things. That's been a problem with Mafia. They've been a little too overstuffed. I mean, it's a Mafia game. It's not I like, know, but they've had, had to be, pigeon. They've had to be too self-serious and overstuffed with things. Yeah. Did you play something that kind of made you worried uh, for it? I mean, it's, it's tough. Like, I didn't I, I didn't really get to play a lot. There was a lot of demos. There wasn't a lot of yeah. playable things okay. unless you were going to be waiting in the lines. And a lot of the times, you know, we're going around and we're looking at things and it's just quick, brief demos. If there was a game I was worried for, yeah. I would say, even though I didn't get to play it, I, I have high hopes for it, Last Guardian. Yeah, because it's been nine years, right? Or yeah. like seven, eight years. Uh, and it nine years. It was really, 2009. It came out, so seven it years. It should have been playable on the floor, I feel, right? And they have a giant, cool, crazy Last Guardian yeah. like statue yeah. thing that, or like wallet you can play with. Yeah. But like, 
I just, it's not that I'm scared for the game that's going to say, I just really hope it delivers. Yes. Because they've been working on this game for so there, long there and could, so many people. There couldn't have, be more expectation. Right? Yeah. yeah. And like coming out it's gonna of it. Let, it's going to let us all down a little. Like there's no way it can be. It's like waiting nine years for E3. Yes. Right? Or, for a, or for a cupcake. Yeah. Like yeah. a cupcake is never going to be as good as like, I haven't eaten a cupcake around. in nine years. I'm waiting for my cupcake. I'm going to be like, it's all right. It's vanilla. I mean, it wasn't like it was just like a vanilla cupcake. Yeah. But you know, like last year, I was one of those people that was just blown away by the fact that it was there. They yeah. said it was going to be coming real were soon. Were you crying? I wasn't crying. Come on, were you just, crying? A little cry, little just, tear? Just, just, just like a single. You were sweating. Okay. Yeah, it was the sweat from <laughs> okay. how hot it was yeah, okay. from the fire that PlayStation delivered last year. But um, no, like, I just, I was one of those people that couldn't believe that it was actually a thing and they hadn't forgot about it. And now yeah. that we're finally going to get it in a few months. It better fucking deliver. Or it's gonna be held back. Yeah, Please. release dates or just release suggestions <laughs> yeah. these days, guys. Remember. How about you, Steve? Um, the stuff I played, I think probably Ghost Recon Wildlands was the, the game that did not did not overwhelm me. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's so much competition now in the open world space. Right. Even within and, Ubisoft, right? Like Rainbow Six. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what they're bringing to the table that we haven't played before. It's got a little bit of Just Cause, but not extreme and funny the way Just Cause is. Yeah. And like a little bit of GTA, but again, we've... we've not as funny or not yeah. as clever as GTA. It reminds me a lot, actually. I don't think there's going to be any fun, uh, yeah. any funniness coming well, out. No, well, actually, I did have fun playing. We, we went through a very structured demo with somebody from Ubi, and then we got kind of turned loose playing again. I'm like, I'm jumping in the helicopter. I don't want to fly this thing. Get that's, in, everybody. That's what happened. Now I'm bailing it out. It turns Ghost yeah. Recon into the A-team, right? Exactly. You're like, you just bumble your way but through I feel these missions. Like, I feel like they maybe yeah. should have even pushed a little harder than that. Like, I know yeah. it's very serious. Like, oh, Killing the uh, the, Mex the Mexican drug lords in Bolivia, yeah. whatever since that. The made. Yeah, the cartel yeah. in Argentina or something. It was just yeah. so complicated. Like I, yeah. it felt like that's Ghost Rig. That's Tom Clancy. Man. Yeah, but it also just felt a little like just everybody who's brown just kind of shoot them. Like it was yeah. just like it was over the top in that sense, and it yeah. didn't deliver. Again, right, like some levity or yeah. something to kind everybody of everybody is brown. I have, was. Far Cry I have two. So well. I have another Ubisoft game. Steve, beautiful. Didn't really do anything. I felt yeah. like I jumped off mountains and went through circles. I felt like it should have been a VR game. Yes, and it also just, I mean, if, uh, just a hint of objective, you know, just a little bit more. Beautiful. And control, a little better. Yeah, you kind of wanted some of the SSX snappy yes, kind of control That's the in there, challenge, you know? is we've played other action sports games that have blown our minds. Yeah. But the other one was Sea of Thieves. And I don't know if it's because Ooh, I want... Is it playable in VR? I don't think it is, but maybe it will be. I, I honestly believe that it has trouble, it might have trouble actually shipping. And, uh, you know, I feel... <laughs> it's a, a game shipping. about Yarr. sailing on the seas. I feel like... The shipping is Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like there's... Uh, I mean, they, they showed us a sliver. I yeah, get it. Yeah, a sliver, it. yeah. I don't know what the objectives are, but maybe if it's kind of like a ma Minecraft, you build play your own pirate, thing. Play pirate, man. Just play yeah. pirate. I had an okay time. I, I salute the cleverness of it, but I've played better pirate games. I think my I crew think was the, drunk. That's seriously why we're acting. I think if you get yeah, drunk, if you're drunk, yeah, it's fine. Game, Recore also, not not yeah, the greatest showing here either. Kind of either. And that's coming yeah. up quickly. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's talk about the, uh, I think we all know, but the best game of E3 2016. Well, I gotta gotta give a little uh, some runner-up prizes to, uh, to to Dishonored 2, which we didn't even mention. Oh my yeah. gosh, Dishonored 2! Yes, yes. Holy uh, Horizon. I had a lot of fun with. I think though, I think a lot of people came to this E3 looking for Zelda to fail, and the fact that it didn't fail uh, really impresses me. I don't think I don't think that game is gonna disappoint. Um, 
I had a great time with it. Like I said, I was kind of out of Zelda. This is going to pull me right back in. I think Zelda might be my, my game of E3. Okay. I'm going to say God of War, but it was really hard to decide between Zelda and God of War. They're just both so amazing, and I think God of War just took a card right from Zelda's playbook or a page from the playbook, <laughs> yeah. and it's amazing. What I think say? it's all about which game you know, it, it maybe is is, uh, is most exciting for you to really be in that world and inhabit that character and play through that experience. And both Zelda and God of War offer totally different things that I love about video games. Zelda yeah. is yeah. going to give me the kind of whimsy that I love and, and kind of a fantastical land. God of War is going to maybe give me that with some emotion. And yeah. that's surprising to get that kind of emotion out of God of War. Yeah. I think that's the biggest surprise for me. It's a game I'm most excited to actually, I didn't get to really play it, they didn't really have it playable, but you've watched people play it. I was jealous the whole time. I think that's my game of show. Your brother? Gwent. Gwent. Gwent, <laughs> God damn it. That's my biggest surprise. That's a great looking game. No, I mean, honestly, God of War looks great. Yeah. Looks phenomenal. Also Zelda. It's it's hard to pick between yeah. those two. Amazing. I, I feel like I will definitely finish God of War. Right in a, like a couple of sittings. Zelda's gonna be a game I'm gonna want to experience and play through for a while. Honestly, you need them both, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, you games. have, if you need that well, lightheartedness, you If you like video games, get them both, right? If you want your... And I think we need to also give a big shout out, you mentioned Dishonored, but first person shooters were ferocious at this show. Battlefield. Battlefield yeah. 1, excellent, Titanfall. And, Call of Duty is good. Uh, and Call of Duty yeah. Infinite Warfare, incredible. And the Modern Warfare Remastered. And Modern Warfare, amazing. We had a lot of good games, not tons of surprises, but I think we all had fun. Thank you, gentlemen. That's it for uh, Vic's Basement this week and uh, from E3. We'll see you next week. We did it. Thanks for watching, everybody. Esports. Stitcher. Esports. Hey, thanks for checking out that video on our EPN channel. It's just one small part of the things that we make around here. So if you liked it, don't forget to check out some of our other vids and hit that subscribe button.